Hello, my friends, this is Andy Hetty coming to you live from Yorba California with the Living Fearless Devotional. Hi, everyone. Thank you? you for joining us. You can find all of our content on resurrectministry.com, where you will find not only this podcast, but Dan, uh, Andy's. Andy. I was, was going <laughs> to call you Danny. I don't know who Danny is, but Andy. I thought you were going to call me Dandy. <laughs> You're Dandy, for sure. Andy's Fearless Man podcast, the articles I write for the Christian Post, and a a bunch of independent study resources. If you're far from Christ and what? you want to develop a relationship or you maybe have never met Christ, I have a ton of hopefully great resources where you will find worship music, Bible resources, pastors you can listen to, everything from the comfort of your own home. In case you didn't know, I met Jesus on YouTube. So I'm a huge fan of self-study, especially for those that are just curious and interested and you feel the Lord tugging at your heart. So I hope it's useful to you and you can always drop us a comment. We read them directly all ourselves. And if you're interested in partnering with what God is doing in and through us, we would love uh, a donation from you for whatever amount you feel led to contribute. Yes. Wow. We need to write down this intro that we just did. It's the best ever. Oh, <laughs> my extemporaneous yes. intro. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Thank you. Look who joined us right on time, and that is uh, Kate Mary. Hi, Kate. Yeah, she's on time today. Oh, my God. Where are you going to be in California, Southern or Northern? We absolutely would love Please to meet don't you. Please do I think it's going to be Southern because our son's in San Diego. I yes. assume that's why. Yes. Don't go to Northern. Stay away from Northern. That is... Yeah, some pretty rough experiences we've yeah. had over there. Unlike heaven being up and hell being down in California, it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> right yes. sorry Where? my cross is stuck in the back here what? okay hi iris hi iris nice to see san you diego. Yeah, san diego very close where we were just there for a little weekend yes. getaway that we went to awesome please message me and let me know what weekend you're going to be there things are better in san diego but oh my god wouldn't it be cool if she was here the weekend of the home church our home <gasps> church is september 25th sunday yes then Ireland. I love Ireland. It's one of my favorite places. Hi, Jan. Jan French. Nice to see you How too. How are you doing? I hope your health has recovered and your family. I hope everybody's doing well. I wonder if I fooled a bunch of people. I was on earlier on my vote, PYL vote, mm -hmm. and I uh, had a lot of viewers. I think it was probably people coming on thinking, oh, look at they're on. And I was screaming about <laughs> school boards. Ranting. <laughs> yes. Going through my presentation. Hey, speaking of that, let's go through our devotional. That's why we're here. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, uh, Morning by Morning. I think you may have caught a lot of viewers with you. Are you senseless and ignorant? Oh. On this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he asked. What do you say? Are you senseless and ignorant. <laughs> right. And we're going to hear about that right now. Uh, September 1st. Wow. Is that crazy that it's already September 1st? It just seems like we were just celebrating Christmas. All right. Uh, the reference is Psalm 73, 24, which says, you guide me with your counsel and afterward you will take me into glory. Amen. Charles says, the psalmist Asaph felt a need for divine guidance. He had just been discovering the foolishness of his heart saying, I was senseless and ignorant. And lest he be con constantly led astray by it. He resolved from that day forth that God's counsel would guide him. Having a sense of our own folly is a giant step toward becoming wise mm -hmm. if it leads us to rely on the wisdom of the Lord. As a blind man grasps 
his friend's arm to reach home in safety, he too should trust completely in God's divine guidance without any doubt and with the assurance that although we cannot see, it is always safe to trust the all-seeing God. Amen. You guide me is a blessed expression of confidence. For Asaph was sure the Lord would not decline the lowly task. Dear believer, there is a word for you in this in which you may rest. You may be assured your God will be your counselor and friend and will guide you and direct all your ways. The promise is fulfilled by his written word, for his holy scripture is his counsel to you. How blessed we are to have God's word always there to guide us. What is a sailor without a compass? What would, what, and what is a Christian without the Bible? It is a trustworthy map depicting every possible sandbar in channel from the quicksand of destruction to the haven of salvation with each faithfully mapped and marked by the one who knows the way. Wow. Blessed are you, O God, that we may trust you to guide us now and even to the end. Asaph recognized this as well. For after being guided through this life, he anticipated his divine reception into eternity. Afterward, you will take me into glory. What a thought for you, believer. God himself will take you into glory. Wandering, sinning, straying, yet at last, he will take you safe and sound to glory. This is your inheritance, so live in it today. And if confusion and questions swirl around you, go in the strength of the text straight to the throne of God. Amen. That is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it reminds me of the day that I discovered, uh, actually I didn't discover, I was told and realized that our eternity started the moment that we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Yeah, that was a cool revelation. Up until that point, we had a, an end. We were dead. Yeah. <laughs> we were already dead. Yeah. Uh, but at the moment that we accepted Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior, and and accepted the truth of the Bible, and our eternity was then started. I'd like to change this sentence because I think it's powerful this way. Having a sense of our own stupidity is a giant step towards becoming wise. Because <laughs> you rely on the wisdom of the Lord. It really, that's what it takes, mm. is you have to realize that you're foolish that you were just not capable of doing it without his wisdom and to rely on it. Because it's one thing to be like, Oh Lord, I, I totally believe you're all wise and I'm foolish. And then you constantly keep grabbing the steering wheel. So it's like, Jesus take the wheel, but I want to hold on to it. You can't because it's, I actually got the image of a student driver's car. You know how the teacher on the side has a steering wheel. Mm -hmm. So I actually pictured the roles reverse where Jesus is the student driver's position. So he's driving right. and it's like, we're just constantly trying to take the other wheel and we're, like, blind, and we're blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that it's uh, part of the exercise. I think in our Christian walk is the surrender, the process of learning the surrender because it's not mm. easy and humility. It takes humility. Well, that's a uh, departure from my vote PYL vote uh, message. Because you were grandiose in that <laughs> No, I wasn't grandiose. 
I was I was speaking to quite often as parents at school board meetings uh, or anybody speaking out about what happened over the last couple of years in relationship to the thing that we had in our world that we would, you know, quite often say in my research, I found X or in my research, I found this study and people go, oh, you did your own research. Like, who are you? We're listening to the science, Mr. Science, by the way. And then I had to say, listen, you know, especially when it comes to school board, we the, the, the parents here in especially this community are, are, are quite often successful people. Yeah, they, educated. educated. They're attorneys, they're accountants, they're professors, yes. you know, of decent schools, not bad schools. No. And, uh, you know, that that's the type of people that we are. You working in five different presidential administrations, being a, a contractor with the FBI and uh, the person who was in really helping us keep this country safe. And they're saying, what do you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm just a servant. I you know, know what I mean? Nothing. I mean, it's just, that's, that's important. But even with all that knowledge, we still need God to guide us because we yes. make some pretty stupid choices on from time to time. Often. Um, and so with that, uh, I think that's even, it makes it even more powerful uh, to understand that regardless of how much earthly knowledge we have, uh, it's, I counted it's a, all garbage, as Paul says. It's a, it's like two grains of salt of knowledge compared to God's. Yes. How cool is that? Fantastic. And that and that God loves us. Yes. And wants to spend eternity with us. I don't want to spend ten minutes with some people. God. <laughs> that takes us back to Shadrach, huh? <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, Shadrach. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about that a little bit um anything else what else do you have as far as the what was came out of this devotional what 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 other aspect of it touched you i like the analogy to a map mm, where yes. it, if you remember the old days where we had to print out map quest directions <laughs> i use the thomas guy what are you talking about oh i, I never figured that out i used <laughs> to print it out for map quest <laughs> but it's just the the amazing uh that every detail is already mapped out if we just let him map it mm. for us uh it's i love that analogy and what yeah. is a sailor without a compass right and what is a christian without the bible yes oh by the way did you see that amazing post from glenn beck about believing the bible i'm gonna repost it no. oh glenn beck did this amazing piece on all of he's like basically saying the Bible is the foundation of Western society. He's like, I don't care if you don't believe it. I happen to believe it. But if you don't realize that it is the foundation of our country, then you're just being ignorant. He's like, if you read it, you understand why our lives are based on certain principles. And he rattled off like 30 expressions mm -hmm. that come from the Bible. Like the kind we used to think about a lot during Wigglesworth devotional. Right. Uh, redeeming the time, uh, pearl to swine. I just, dozens of them. It was really very powerful. Wow. And my friend Tracy from Mississippi is the one that posted it. She's like, listen, I'm not making a political commentary. I know people don't like his politics, but just listen to what he says about the Bible. I was trying to bring it up, but I can't find it. But, uh, oh, I could find it from, uh, from Tracy. Um, uh, there we are. We're live. We're live. We're live, Schnooks. Uh, 
I'll find it. You you continue on. Is it this one? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, Kate Mary says, absolutely. I was ready to do a freedom trip to Stewart Island, uh, South Wales. I'm wondering. Um, my girlfriend and I prayed two days ago as I prayed for God to direct my path and said, I said, Lord, I want to go to Stewart Island, but I'd rather go to Ireland. And I laughed. Two days later, my son Luke rang and said, pack your bags, mom. I'm taking you to Ireland. God knew my desire, 10-year desire from lockdown to world travel. Hallelujah. Oh That's so fantastic. I love that. When she said she's coming all the way to America, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but a couple a couple weeks ago, she was just adventuring out for tea. Right. That's that awesome. So, so we love that, awesome. Kate. For anybody that doesn't know, Kate was... Um, has a uh, medical condition that prohibits, which she thought, that she shouldn't uh, be interacting with people because of COVID and that she had a higher uh, risk rate. And she just has stepped out in faith and has been living life. So, so we're awesome. just really excited to now hear she's going to be a world traveler. Yeah. And what are those dates so that maybe we can... Yes. Let us know the dates you're going to be in California. And Lisa Wood is on. She says hi from Woodland Hills. Hi, Lisa. Awesome. Um, yeah, gosh, I love Ireland so much. I, I love being there. I've never been. Yeah, it's a, it's a great place. Uh, I, I, I did not realize that it was split, not in half, exactly in half, but it's two different places. Oh. Northern Ireland, they have Ireland. Um, and I was in Northern Ireland um, where I had a facility for training dogs. And um, it was funny to watch the weather report. It would, it would, it, it just kind of blacked out Ireland. Oh. It only showed the weather for Northern Ireland, and we're not talking like a huge area. It's a, it's not that big, but they just didn't even acknowledge the presence of Ireland. Oh wow! Kind of if I send this to you in Messenger, are you able to? <clears throat> okay, yep. I'll bring it up. Um, so 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 cool. Uh, Sorry about, that. Sorry about that. Woo. <laughs> I meant to do this one. That happens when you're clicking the buttons. I didn't go anywhere. I mean, we didn't. We, we lost one viewer. Um, the um, well, you could pull that. Oh, you pull that up. I could talk about Shadrachs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we went to church last night, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. I know a lot of you are listeners there, and Pastor Shadrach was substituting for Pastor Jack, and he did this fabulous presentation on be the church. And when you think about how large a church we are at Calvary Chapel and how territorial they could be, he made such a great point about being the church is not this building. The church is a building where we meet, where the church meets. He's like, but he, and he went through um, uh, Colossians 6, 1 through 7, and basically laid out all of the qualities that a we as the church should have in our walk with Christ to demonstrate that we treat each other in unity as the church, regardless of what building we sit in on Sunday. So I just thought it was um, it was fantastic. Yeah, that really hit me when he said it. We were there's just one church, it's one just, church. It's just like wow, that is that's really an important way to looking at it. Yes. And unfortunately, we have 
some people that are in our one church that are not really there. They're like they're they're teaching something not not of God. Right. right? They they claim to be part of the church and yet they are just outside of God's reach. Yes. <laughs> like they're they're walking close, but now they're just kind of kind of off guard. But it was he was really funny, I thought. But uh, he, he, I thought he <laughs> overshared a little. There was some, some real rancor that came out there occasionally. I was like, oh, you might want to reel that back in, brother. <laughs> but it's okay. But it was being real. It was. It was being real as a pastor saying, you know what, you guys sometimes think, I'm not sure, did he say this? Or you go, sometimes you think that we have all this. No, you didn't. No, but, but sometimes Jack does. You think that our lives are so easy. You think we don't, you know, sin. We don't think that we have bad thoughts. And he made he, it very clear. He that... has lots of bad thoughts. <laughs> Lots of very violent thoughts. <laughs> With that voice, he's actually more violent than what the voice lets on. Yes. He's got that. <laughs> so funny. But he did make me laugh. I thought I think he's hilarious. Um, I loved his presentation on restoration. For those of you that didn't hear it, it was about how Galatians 6.1 is about restoring our brothers and sisters, of course, that have fallen. And when they fall, they've been overtaken, they've trespassed. It is our job to walk alongside them and restore them, not to gossip about them and just <laughs> basically use that as an excuse to say, oh, we got to pray for John. You know, he's really fallen off the wagon. She's like, that's just gossiping. You're not doing John any favors by saying that. He's like, instead, go to John's house. Be like, hey, brother, what can I do? How can mm -hmm. I help you? How can I help you get back on track? You know, that that's what it means to be the church and to also, you know, in that it's be support, bear one another's burdens uh, and humility, as we've discussed, the importance of doing this in humility. And I love also in desire. So he says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, he will also reap. Hmm. And I was telling Andy, our kids, we had this uh, funny discussion at dinner the other night where they were like, he said, she's, I think it was my daughter. No, your little one said, Oh, that's just bad karma. And I was like, we don't have karma. That's God. And my daughter was like, no, we have karma. And I was like, and this scripture is perfect because that is biblical karma. You, every man sows, whatever a man sows, he will also reap. So we have to remember that, yes, our sins are covered by the grace of Christ. And yes, he's constantly giving us grace. But we have to expect in this world the outcome of what we sow. So we live a life engaged in sin. We will reap death and suffering. And he's like, a Christian who's faithful and holy still has trials. He's like, but you don't want to add to that with your own sin on top of it. It's like trials from God is one thing, but you don't want to heap on yourself trouble because you live a life that's far from God. Mm -hmm. And I just love that, that concept which people think it only that's a Buddhist concept of karma, but we also have the idea that you there are consequences. Mm -hmm. You reap what you sow. And finally, motivation. Do not grow weary, brothers and sisters. Even though it looks like we're not winning, we know how the story ends. <laughs> right. We win in the end. Wow. That's some good stuff. That was a nice little talk you gave on it. 
your presentation right now may have been better than uh, Shadrach. Well, but that's that's what that's my gift in life is that I take a whole bunch of information. You, you sit down. Yes. Nice. That's what I always do. Hmm. You know, normally member uh, member. I'm not, I'm not in the long winded. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> um, you remember a few broadcasts ago i can't remember maybe three or four i mentioned that you know i'm, I'm really good with three like uh worship songs yes over that and, and then like... four you know okay all right i'll i'll push out the four did we not have five worship songs last night we did and i loved it i loved it i i was i was i mean gia acapella is off the hook almost acapella yeah yeah but but yeah, it was perfect. It was the organist and her on her guitar, on her acoustic guitar. And her voice was on point last night. The the, the God was in the room. Amen. And um, every time she does that. Wow. I got to say, so if you get those of you that watch Calvary Chapel, Chino you know, Hills online um, and quite possible. I know you guys are constantly thinking about what I'm thinking when I'm there. <laughs> if there's any of it that say, oh, they're going into five songs and he's not going to make it. <laughs> So that's the fifth song. It's like, oh, I gotta sit down. I mean, this, this is it's something a little else. hard. Yeah, but last night was amazing. Um, the other thing uh, that I wanted to talk about really quickly, what was it? Oh my gosh, it'll come back to me. Okay. It wasn't gonna be long winded. It was gonna be very short. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, oh, I remember. Um, this. All of this, all that we're going right now is the map and trusting in the Lord and the, 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 and the Lord will guide you and, and change you and alter your steps that whenever it was two or three weeks ago, um, we pulled up to that intersection. For those of you that weren't watching, I, we talked, we pulled up to the intersection there in Anaheim, uh, La Palma and Imperial Highway. And as I was pulling up to, uh, there was a red light. It just, it was a fresh red light. And as we were coming to that light, I noticed a woman standing in the island. <clears throat> and I have this thing about homeless people. You know, those of you that have been watching for a while, I'm just not, you know, I'm not that moved by homelessness. I, I, my, my, my 21 years of law enforcement has, has made me a little bit jaded. jaded. <laughs> but, you know, still for women homeless, I do have a little bit of a heart because there is a couple crimes and things like that that, uh, that touch me. And so for women, uh, I do have a, a, you know, a little bit of a softer heart. And as I'm pulling up, I can see that she's crying. And and, she's young. and she's young and, and um, you know, she was a little bit dirty and, you know, her hair hadn't been washed for a while, but I could see the tears flowing down her face as I was pulling up. And I was just going, it, I got them a little bit emotional and was thinking, wow. And I pulled up and I, and I never rolled down the window. I have no desire to give homeless people money. It just isn't from me, but it was like instantaneous. And I reached into my pocket and I gave her what I had. Everything I had in my pocket, I gave it to her. And then, uh, then Hedia, you know, as she realized what I was doing, uh, went, oh, wow. And she took out more money and gave it to her. Um, and that, that is one part, how God moved on that particular day. And then Hedia comes home and says, hey, I saw Courtney is her name. That's my daughter's name. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that until today. Did we ask her her name when she was there the first time? Mm -hmm. I think I must have blacked out or something. But, uh, and again, it's, it's my daughter's name. And so uh, she goes, I saw Courtney today. And I, and she goes, Courtney, the, the woman at the La Palma Imperial Highway. And you had a, a 
talk with her today. Yes, of course I gave her money, but I asked her, I was like, has it gotten better? Because we prayed for her last time we prayed with her. She's a Christian. And she says, I don't know. She's like, you know, I, she's like, I have moments out here that are really actually quite amazing. There's people who are very kind to me. She's like, but I can't seem to get it together. And I said, well, Courtney, we're opening, we're praying for God to open a way and, and to open a way where you think there is no way. And we're going to continue to pray for you. And she asked what church I went to and she wanted to come by to church. And uh, she was surprised that I remembered her name. And so she said, what's your name? And I told her my name's Hedia. And so. This is all at a light again. Yes. At a red light. All at a red light. I, she was telling me all this. I thought, oh, you must have pulled over into a parking lot and didn't talk to her. She goes, no, it was at the intersection of the light. Yep. <laughs> you can find out so much from people. You I, can find out a lot in 30 seconds. Yes. Like their whole life story. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like God has made a, a little bit of a connection. And although I wasn't there, I was really interested to hear. What, yeah. And again, I, this is how I said, oh, great. You, you, ran into a homeless person i would have just no i was just and i just prayed for her i just sat there and prayed after she after i left her prayed with her and then Mm -hmm. i continued praying lord uh, you know it's your daughter get her off the streets please you know wow that would be great um if we could uh get her to go to the church yes and see what else is so everyone please say a prayer for courtney she's got a broken leg she's a christian girl i just imagine that maybe your boyfriend kicked her out or something and she's just had a rough spell and so we pray that uh, the lord opens a way for her to restoration Hmm. and pray for me to soften my heart (laughs) i obviously need it um but um but that was a great first step god's working Yes. In, a, in a amazing ways. And look at that. Look at Robert's comment. Thank he you. likes your cap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we're designing a new logo, too. Yes, we're just updating it to a little. Yes, a little update. Every every company, every uh, organization with a logo updates their logo at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I so like it's, it's, time, it's time for an update. Um, Jan says you can because you're so concise in your story that you can <laughs> be the guest speaker and fill in for Jack sometime. Actually, you know, my dream is I have a gazillion notes and I'm just hoping that one day I could turn them into a book. I don't have the guts to ask him because I'm afraid he's going to say yes and then I have to sit down and do it all. <laughs> for me, a huge project, but I have a bunch of notes that I would love to turn into a book. Jan says that she's seen her there at the intersection of yeah, the Yeah, her thing. name is Courtney. Yeah, say yeah, hi, Courtney. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so sweet for Jen to say, "Hey, Courtney." Um, Hetty and Andy told us <laughs> to pray for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, all right, let's get to the. Is there how much scripture is there? There's two. Two. All right, we have it's from the psalmist. I was so foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. <laughs> I remember we've read this before. You guys remember? I was like a beast. <gasps> Oh, that's good. And a beast, not in a good way. No. Like a, you know, this is old school beast. Ah, he's a beast. No. That's bad. Old times beast. <laughs> There's no good connotation to beast. It's like sick. Yeah. Like sick is bad, but not today. It's actually good. Uh, Isaiah 45, 13. I have raised him up in righteousness and I will direct all his ways. 
He shall build my city and he shall let go my captives, not for price nor reward, said the Lord of hosts. Mm. Righteousness in Christianese, it means what exactly? Holiness. This holiness. Yes. Um, shall build up my city and he shall let go my captives. Those that are captive in sin. Uh, also, no, this is the time when they were actually captives. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Israelites were captives under Babel, in Babylon, if I'm correct in my timeline. So, this is during Babylonian captivity. So happy you're here. <laughs> Straighten out my thoughts. Um, and I'm not sure if we talked about this. We may have, but I just want to, uh, since we have you know, our, our regulars on, um, just in case you missed this discussion, if we even talked about it. But I went to uh, Bud's. Uh, which is uh, on Sunday, the last Sunday of every month over at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Uh, Jack hosts uh, something called Buds. And he doesn't know why he called it Buds other than it's cool and it's from Navy SEALs. And it, it, Buds actually means basic underwater demolition school. Um, but they were going to come up with some cool acronym for it and they've not done that yet. But uh, he calls this gathering of men only, men only, uh, at the church where 2,000 to 3,000 men show up at the uh, at this uh, event. And in the one recently on Sunday, he uh, somebody brought out um, how to get closer to, I think, your wife or as a couple, what is it that we can do and that kind of stuff. It was, it was a question somewhere along those lines. And he said, you know what, a devotional and some of these other things, like the, the Bible in a year, although he promotes reading the Bible in a year mm -hmm. uh, books. I did it because of him. Yeah, <laughs> he says... We can't do those. Is he, that's maybe why he doesn't want them recorded because he'll say things that <laughs> that you're repeating on air. <laughs> yeah, they should be repeating. But anyway, this is actually I think I don't think he would mind. No. And he goes, "Oh, those are so hard and difficult." And then you, when you miss a couple of days, then you panic because now what do I have to do? Do I have to read three days worth of something in order to catch up? What if it's a week? What if it's some you know like two weeks goes by and I, I don't do it? He goes, so what my wife and I do? His wife's name is Lisa. What Lisa and I do is we open up. The Bible, and we start uh, at you know any given spot, and we um, alternate reading verses. And uh, I thought, wow, that is really a good idea. I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna take Jack's suggestion as I do in a lot of things. And I came home and shared with uh, with Hedia, and since then we've been doing the same thing. Yes. And so um, I want to tell you that I really enjoy it, uh, but I haven't really had a chance yet to ask you what what, what do you think about. Well, I mean, it's a great way to start the day. How could yeah. you go wrong? Yeah. You know, instead we look at our phone and be like, oh, go through emails, which brings me nothing but anxiety. So at least we start the day with the Bible and we pray and then we're like, time to make the donuts. <laughs> time to do it all over again, folks. But it has also, I mean, it's really, what, what are we in? Corinthians or Galatians? What are we in? Snugs, <laughs> your fans are watching. Come on, another guess. I'll give you another guess. It's not Galatians. Sounds like three syllables. <laughs> not Genesis. We are in. We're in the New Testament. Current. Uh, not in. Think current. of a roller coaster. I don't know why I thought it was Colossians. 
Did you did you think a roller coaster? What is it? The colossal. 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 Yes. Yeah, over at Knott's Berry Farm. Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. That one too. <laughs> Colossians. Why well, didn't I remember that? We forgot. You forgot last night too. No, we, I I was thinking Colossians. Right. Colossians. Oh, right. Okay. Colossians. So Colossians, and uh, we're in four now, mm -hmm. right? Um, it it is it has been great for me because i'm actually it's uh you remembered so much of it yeah it's just reading it now and it just like opens up the the whole um understanding of the yes. particular book than than before and then we're able to talk about it and discuss some aspects of it and we'll say like so what was your favorite verse out of the out of the chapter that we read and it's really cool so do it um i think that try would be good it. yeah try it if you don't, uh, if you're not married or don't have uh, a significant under, other, then I would find a friend. I was thinking about that the other day. How could other people do yeah. this that are single? Just find somebody. And you should be doing life with somebody anyway. You should have somebody that yes. uh, is either from a Bible study that you're with. Uh, like I said, I have men on Saturday that I do a Bible study together. Oh, I would um, have died when I was single without my my girls. Yep. My lady friends, my mentors, the people who had my back. It was, uh, they made... They made the transition beautiful. Yeah. Even do it with one of your kids if you're single and have kids. Whatever, whatever you can do to do it with somebody, I think that it, it's more than just for me. It's it's something that I, I have difficulty doing, and that's just simply sitting down and reading the Bible. Right? My brain wanders, and I could I could read something with my eyes and not even recall anything that I read if I'm on one of those days. But us doing it, I, I don't do that. Oh, because I'm listening because I have to listen to see where you're at. And then pay attention to when that verse ends to then read mine. And so it, it causes focus and listening Fantastic. and paying attention. And it's what I need as a, a grown man. I need <laughs> I need I need something to keep me more focused. But it, it for me it's been working. And so I know it's early, uh, but I, I think that we may have found something through uh, Jack. That's fantastic. Uh, God speaking through him. And it's, uh, it, it helps uh, with those, even those, uh, like we do here, where I'll say, so what do you think that that means? Quite often, I do know what it means. I just, I'm looking to have a conversation about something. Aww, <laughs> but, but there's other times, I have no idea what it means. Christianese is a little bit of a foreign language sometimes. Yes. Um, oh, yes, sorry, I read that. that one. Oh, here it is. Uh, do it. Write a book. <laughs> no. I've been telling her to write a book for a long time. I've actually had, I have publishers who keep asking me to write a book. <laughs> I've written nine books. You can write one. I'm a little lazy. Let's go. <laughs> I've written them in Islam and I've written academic pieces. Yes. But I just haven't wrote one as a Christian yet. Just sit down and write. And one of the hardest things, and this is not related to anything other than to tell you that what I've done for maybe four of the books is that I sit, I've learned this from another instructor you just type and don't worry i know this is gonna be hard for you but you just type and don't worry about punctuation don't worry about spelling you i just keep typing it. yeah, do that yeah. Too. You just, but don't stop to correct you'll do that later yeah i know it's hard but i learned to do it and that's how i was able to write at least four that i remember i just typed them all out and then i sent it to an editor and they like that yes with my thumbs <laughs> I can type. Oh, yeah, I actually see me type. Da, da, da. Anything else, my friends? Do you have any uh, anything else for us, or are we done? 35 minutes, Schnooks. I mean, what, this is a... This is a... Lightning round. Wow, this is awesome. 
We didn't meander very far. No, no squirrels. No, no squirrels. squirrels came by. All right. Should we talk about the Edify app? Yes. Well, that'll give people time to come up with a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to talk about it. Oh, do you want me to put the <laughs> Edify? We're, we're professionals. E-D-I-F-I.app. Oh, uh, maybe we could share that we have a potential sponsor of the show, which is very exciting. If you'll pray for us. Yes. Should we ask him about the product or no? no. Okay. We can't reveal what the product is, but we're really excited because interestingly enough, Andy literally sent me a text two days ago saying, have you heard of this company? And he's like, it sounds really cool. And I was like, no, I'd never heard of it. And then we get an email tonight saying they are a potential sponsor of the show. So Isn't I think that funny? it's amazing. It's God. It's awesome. I love that. And no, it's not a marijuana dispensary. Ay, 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 schnooks. <laughs> Nobody would think that. Nobody, they, no, they knew I was in the CBD business, yeah. which is not marijuana. It's hemp, by the way. Right. But, you know, I was just, just making sure people knew. Right. It's not Seagram's. It's not that either. Now you're going to name some <laughs> other paraphernalia. No. Oh, I could go on. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. What about this app that, that people should be going to to find EDI. our podcast? ADIFI.app. It's the Edify app. We are part of the Christian Broadcast <laughs> Network. If you can click, subscribe, it would be a great blessing to us. Yes, absolutely. All right. Anything else? Nobody's asking you any questions. Hmm. Well, they already know. This is our regular audience, other than the people that aren't typing in. Is there anybody on this? Oh, Jan? Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel with a nut. I got to put this down. I can't see. Uh, Jan, yeah. did you get our invite, by the way? I just want to make sure my new texting platform's working. And we didn't hear from Kate the date that she's going to be in California. If it's going Yes, to be. will you please messenger us and let us know the date you're going to be here? Because we yeah. would definitely love to see you. Our home church is September 25th. It's only an hour and a half away from uh, San Diego. Yes. Easy drive. All right. Thank that you, everyone. It. God bless. Yes. God bless. Yes, you got it. Yay. Yay. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God Good bless. Night. Take care.